Buckle up, it is sister chat time. We love a good sister chat. It doesn't we matter do. who you are, it is a great idea, always. Absolutely. You are here with your co-host, Courtney Passfield and Fiona Daly. We're here discussing the mysteries of life. Enjoy. Courtney, so we're on, we're loving it, right? Mm-hmm. We went for a little, we went for a little road trip together and you got to listen to my Will Smith book. Yes, and if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that Fiona is Definitely digging the Will Smith book. Frothing it. Which I must jump in and say, yeah, it's good. It is good. So, so, so good. And I picked up what I – there's only like four hours left of the book and that's when I jumped in, whereas you've been listening to the book. It's just such a good book. But there was a question or a topic that Will was talking about and we both were like, ooh, and I wrote it down because – one does not need to stop a book and talk all the time. But what is the difference between purpose and desire? I don't know if it's a question as in what is the difference. I think it's more in the statement of knowing the difference between purpose and desire. Exactly. Because I think, and the way he really so beautifully explained it was that desire is when you do things for short-term game, you know, to be able to kind of get through, Yeah. right? Whereas when you are fully aligned and fully on purpose, it doesn't matter and those little things that are uncomfortable in the meantime don't really matter. Yeah. Because you are so focused on this purpose that that other, the other voices, the other people, the other opinions – the other things don't matter. Yeah, they don't pop up for you because you're on purpose. Mm. And I really loved how it was, you know, there's so many things that we're always talking about. What's your purpose? And it becomes this big, sexy conversation. And and I do feel like it can get lost really quickly just because it's a big conversation. Everyone's like, well, my purpose is to do this or, you know, my purpose is helping people or whatever it is. But to look at it and go, okay, have I been on purpose in my moments or have I just gone with what my desire was in those moments? Yeah. I love how he explained um, one of the instances where he really saw the difference. And he was talking about when he was shooting the Muhammad Ali um, movie, right? Yep. And so he was talking about um, this movie. It changed him in so many different ways. And because he actually had to become a boxer to be able to do the movie. So there was like a year of training to become a boxer. And it was like everyday training. That's just not like at lunchtime an hour in the gym. No, it was no. hardcore training with proper boxes. Yeah, exactly. He had to live and breathe and so the people that he went up against in all, in the movies are actually trained fighters. So he had to train to fight and obviously like they've done it all their lives. So like he exactly. had it was in a very intense like and when you think about having to do that for a year before you actually make a film, isn't that crazy? Like what a commitment. What a it's, huge it really is like becoming Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he he had to become Muhammad Ali and he had to do the the eat like them, the fight like them, the train like them, the mindset game, you know, like it was all very intense. And so he's talking about obviously um, there's a lot of cultural um, discussions, you know, ways in this movie, right? Like we see that. 
And what's really interesting is where he used this purpose over desire was they were filming in they were filming in Africa, weren't they? Yes. Yep. And so there was um, a lot of um, there was your South Africans, and yes. then there was some Africans from neighbouring areas. Yes. So you had um, the lack of better words. You had your white South Africans. Yes. And then you had your darker people. Yes. And it, there became. Um, I guess, a little bit of a friction with an us and a them. Yes, that's mm. exactly right. There became this friction and and he explains this uh, moment where um, there was there was some sort of fight or something happened and one guy's head got shoved into a toilet and a white guy did it to a dark guy. It was a much. 17-year-old child. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know. That's head went in. Yeah, that, That's head went in. That's exactly yeah. right. And so, you know, he's talking about this and it starts to build a lot more emotions. After this incident has happened, it builds all this emotions and you can see things that are just going to, they're going to go bad. They're going to go south really quickly. And he is just obviously disgusted and he walks in and he's like, right, you know, they have this argument and honestly listen to the book because I'm probably butchering this so badly but they have this argument and will smith says right you're gone you're out no more and old mate so the white guy literally says if i go we all go and so and it was hundreds of people it meant hundreds of people it meant the production would have to stop it meant millions and millions of dollars in like that would wasted yeah Yeah, exactly it would have been wasted it was not going to end pretty right and so Will was talking about in that moment, he was like, fuck, you know, like, do you go with what? And then you go with what's right or what's right for the production. Exactly, exactly. And in his head, he was like, you know, we're doing this for Muhammad Ali. I had to make it perfect. There's been years of training. There's been this, there's been that. There's the, the money that's gone into this. Do we let it slide? for that single moment and what was really interesting is they were talking and then he said all of a sudden I was like, what the fuck? Why? Like Muhammad Ali had to fight for this and then I'm going to let this shit fly? And so, you know, he made the call and he was like, nah, go. Don't want you here at all. Yeah. And he really Take your buddies and beat it. Fuck off, pretty much. Yeah. He he stood by his purpose, purpose in that moment and he didn't go what with, the desired effect, right? Yeah. Like he went full on purpose and he said that, you know, it turned it out they did lose a couple of million dollars. And, I mean, yeah. he talked about it kind of not sparingly. Like, he but was like, yeah, it cost us a couple of million dollars and yeah. we split the cost and it was yeah. like, holy shit, we five bucks together. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So he, so he spoke about how, yeah, it did cost some money and how it did make things – it did make things harder and, and it wasn't the easiest thing to do, but, you know, it was okay. It just really made me think about the times where in my life I've gone, have I taking, taken the desire for that short-term effect over the long-term game of being on purpose? Yeah. And, you know, the times that you think like, oh, you know, Yes, this will hurt me financially, but it's worth the hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm, we're also fueled by money because money's what makes the world go round. Yeah. And you need that to eat and have a roof over your head and all the things. But, you know, what times have you gone like, I don't care, what's wrong is wrong and what's right is right? Or not, not so much what's wrong is wrong. Would you say what's wrong is wrong? Or would you just say... What doesn't sit well with me? Yeah, I think that what doesn't sit well with me is right. But 
I think this is it's a hard conversation because so many people are like, oh, what the fuck is my purpose and how do I find that, let alone whether I'm doing it um, in yeah. mind and things like that. But I think it's when you look at when you don't feel comfortable, like it's sort of your purpose is there starting to speak to you and go, well, that doesn't yeah. work for me and, and this is why. But it has made me really think of different times over my life that I go – was I living for purpose in that moment or was I living for the desire? Do you have any things that come up for you? No, this is what I was just about to ask you. That never brought anything up for me for past tense, but it just made me think, right, I'm going to be super aware for going forward what actually feels good for me Mm. and not what should. Because there's, you know, I feel like there's a grey area with the should. You know what would feel good for me? Yeah, and what would that sit way. well? Yeah, I think it was good that it brought up things that I questioned yeah. about things that I've done because I feel like if it made me question it, it makes me know what I want to change. Yeah, and I think sometimes then you've got to be a bit more ruthless in that. Too, not in a demeaning way or a negative way. I'm meaning in a way of going, does that really feel good for me? Does that fit yeah. good to me? No, it honestly doesn't. Exactly. And you can be kind in the way you deliver that. Hmm. But does it sit well with you and is it for your purpose? And I think this comes across the board. Like I think purpose is always a big conversation where it's like, oh, Jesus, this is a bit deep. But if you think about it in little little bits and pieces, like, all right, who you surround yourself with, does that make you feel good? Or do you walk away feeling like it wasn't the best interaction or you didn't get to be your best self? And if it didn't, that doesn't mean you have to hate people or, you know, it doesn't mean it needs to be a very negative experience. You can still love them from another table. Yeah, and I think even, you know, using the the friends thing as a, an example, mm. it's walking away and going, now this does sound really bad in the first way, but once you say it in a loving way, mm. have I outgrown some of my friends? Yeah. Because and it doesn't necessarily have to be your friends. It could be your acquaintances or your colleagues or, yeah. I don't know, a group of people that you go and hang out with that you, I don't know, your choir or whatever. But I think it's true. We are all growing at different stages, different levels. So it would be nearly silly to think that we would never outgrow anyone. That's exactly right. But do you sit around that table of people because of your desire or because of your purpose? Yeah. And, I mean, another little one you could use it on, you know, not talking about people, you know, if you're a person that's trying to lose weight, eating that thing, is that just your short-term desire or does that align with your purpose? Isn't it? I think that's what really sparked for me. And, you know, I think about in businesses and things like that and I think about over the years you, you look back at your decisions and go, okay, did I do that because it just was the easier option, so we went down this track or kept this staff member, did it like this. Yeah. Or should we have said, look, that isn't our purpose. I'm drawing the line in the sand. This doesn't align. This doesn't align with our mission, our, you know, how we want to conduct our business. Mm. Is it easier to say 
no, sorry, we're not going to work together well. And whether this is within your staff as a group or whether this is as in collaborating with people or working alongside as in a client base, yeah, is there lines where you go, yeah, it would be easier, you know, especially in business, right? Like you say, money makes the world go round. Mm. But is there times that you take somebody's money in working with them for business that you go, well, maybe I shouldn't or this is going to be harder than it's worth that I should actually stick to what my values are and that my values is, you know, empowerment of women and things like that and you've got a a client come in that isn't very empowering or is very Mm. disempowering, should you go thank you but no thank you? Because that is a hard call. You know, I think that um, what's popping up for me here is, you know, across the board within life, we all go through times when we don't want to offend the other person. We don't want them to not feel okay. And we don't even know if they will not feel okay for us putting in a boundary. But we do it to our own detriment. Do you know what I mean? Like how many times are we like, oh, I don't love this. Uh, It makes me super uncomfortable. I just like don't sleep for days and all these things when you're only hurting your own self. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's really interesting is because. Desire or purpose? What cost will we do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know we've, it's been the cost of money. It's been the cost of time. There's been the cost of family time. There's been the cost of your own mental state. Mm. So at what level do you stop and go, well, that was actually for the short-term desire not the long-term purpose. Yeah. And, I mean, purpose doesn't have to be so much long-term, so I shouldn't put it like that, but the purpose is what fully aligns for you. And if you're not in that... And if it just doesn't make you feel good. Mm. You know, you know, I feel like purpose is a hard word and it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, we, if you don't know your purpose, then good Lord, I can't believe you. But I just think for myself it's when something actually wholly solely feels good. Yes, and that's that's it. And you're very right in saying that, Fiona, because I think sometimes purpose you're like, fuck, I should it just should all work yeah. for me because this I should is my have purpose. All this shit written down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But does it wholly and solely feel good for you? Yeah. And are you willing to put your own self in discomfort and you know not to feel good because your short time short term desire is to make someone else feel okay. Yeah, and make sure that they're okay over yourself. Mm, I feel like that has been my biggest thing ever. Yeah. That I will put my own self out because I don't want someone else to not feel. And I think it's really funny because I feel like we can put our own selves out because of our ego. Yeah. You know, how often oh, have we done makes stuff? Me a good person. Exactly. Yeah, I look like yeah. a good. <laughs> I know where that was going then. <laughs> um, exactly, because it makes you look, seem, whatever. It makes me a great person. It's like, yeah, but you go home at night and you're not sleeping because you didn't like it. Yeah. Wow. I really like when a book sparks you to mm. think about where you're going, where you've been, how you like what you're doing. Yeah. And I really love that about Will and Jada. 
I think the other thing about when you really stop and look around about what what is your purpose and what's a desire is is actually it eliminates eliminates a lot of chatter in your head. Yeah. Because it's Isn't either it? a yes or a no. And it doesn't mean that it's not more complicated when you go into it. Yeah. But your answer will pop up straight away. Exactly. It's like, what do you think about this? Your answer's there directly. And then it's our own minds that go, how will this affect and how will this or what will this do? Yeah. 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 And I think when you're coming from a good place and we're talking about not being in an ego way or things like that, when you, you know, you're fully at one with yourself and you're having a beautiful conversation, when you know if you're not present or not fully there, that's when that difference comes in. Mm. And that's where you can ask those questions and, and the mind chatter starts and the round and round and circle shit starts. And it just really makes you wonder that if you didn't have that, how much better would it be? Mm. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? It just takes such a long time in our lives to get to a point where – we value ourselves as, yeah. as our number one value. Yeah. Because I think especially as females, and I don't I can't obviously speak for men, but as females we're conditioned to not to. Yes. You know, we're conditioned to think of And if you do others. you're a terrible person. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or you're self centered or you're this or you're that or, or you're a terrible mother. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I just think that we're not we're not conditioned to think of ourselves first. No, I think you're right. And I think that shift is starting to change. And, I mean, I, I think it it really started to change, you know, when women started to be out of work and stuff, right? Yeah. Which was fantastic. But then we then didn't want to drop the ball because we wanted to be able to prove ourselves so much that we can do things, but then also – we wanted to be able to keep that home life perfect as well. Yeah. So then we started to take on more because we needed to be able to show and prove ourselves. And I think we've been doing that ever since, even though now we don't actually have to or we shouldn't feel like we have to. I think that feeling of... Um, we are stuck and we don't know how to get out. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Well, I think we do. We just need to start giving each other a bit more grace. And putting some boundaries. And boundaries. Yeah. Massive boundaries. But it was so interesting. I would really recommend everyone go and read that book because, well, you know, only the couple of hours that I listened to, Fiona, but just the way he spoke about that. It's it's a bomb book. And just to be able to lead by example and say, this is the worst conversation I ever had in my adult life. Or this is the most terrible thing I ever said. Mm. And I wish I could, if I could remove one sentence from something from my entire life, this would be it. Yeah. To be able to be a big enough person to be on, I guess, on purpose enough to go, this is when I fucked up and this is when it wasn't right. I think there's something to be said when you're so on purpose, you, you forgive yourself and then while you forgive yourself, you then forgive others and you also 
can show that side because you're not so judgmental. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not worried about the judgment. Yeah, because you've judged yourself as much as you... You've already judged yourself more than anybody else ever could. Yeah, and then you've you've given yourself the time and the healing and the space and you know that life is about healing. Isn't it? I think that's everything that life is about. Yeah. Healing. Healing and learning and that desire to want to learn. Yeah. To be and do better. Yeah. It's a really interesting topic and I think it can go so many different ways but it's a beautiful topic and I encourage people to look at themselves about when that they've gone, okay, that was the short-term gain and whether it really did sit with me. Yes, most definitely. Do you feel like this is something that like you would add to your journaling? Oh. Be like, how was I on purpose today or how was I, you know, how did I fulfil my desire over my purpose or my purpose over desire? Yeah. It's like it's almost like asking yourself, am I, the, am I being the person I want to be? But breaking that down. Yeah, and I think it's something that's really interesting, Fiona. I didn't even think to put it into journaling, but it would be something that I think at this, you know, when you first start, that if you are to ask that at the end of the day, like that's when I'm doing my journaling, at the end of the day to say, did I live on purpose today? It's a really good question to ask and then it's flips that around and then you can kind of go, well... How do I make sure that I keep, you know, that, that I don't just answer that question every night and go, oh, well, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But maybe it's something that you can sort of at the start of the day give yourself the mantra or give yourself the something where you go, today I live on purpose. Yeah, exactly. And I do what makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? I feel like that's a good one for a trigger to make everyone to just – have a thought about that now. Do you know what I mean? Like, And I think it's the perfect time of the year too, Fiona, because we're oh, coming yeah. into the shit show side of things, right? Where <laughs> I mean, we love Christmas. I dig Christmas. Like my Christmas shopping done, I'm all in for this. Yes, right? like, I do love Christmas, but this is when it is very easy to lose who you are because... Well, socially, there's so many events on. and I, I mean, feel like there's just so many expectations and so much extra pressure that was never there before. And now it's like, righto, if you're going to perform any time, now's the time you got to perform. you got to be on your A game. And you know what's really funny is, you know, any other things I find, you know, like say it's a kid's birthday, it's kind of like, cool, have we got everything we need? Yep, we got everything we need. No dramas, don't think anything more of it. I know I'm done my Christmas shopping. Yep. But have I asked Jake every night since? Yes. So we're yes. done, right? He's like, yeah, well, yeah, we've done everything. Okay. Have we done everything? He's like, we don't need any more. We're good. We're yep. sorted. But I think, like, not being done adds this level of stress and then being done, you're like, is it perfect enough? Have I done enough? Maybe yes. I should have done more. Maybe it needs to be this. Maybe it needs to be that. Maybe socially we should have been, you know, catching up with this person before Christmas and catching up with that person because it's all the time that you're like, oh, like, you know, let's have a little Christmas cheer. Yeah. But. And it becomes, though, like. What is the size of that? Is that going to be a big, exciting present? You know, yes. how, you know, like it becomes all these things. Yes. Like we got, we got Braith a drone. Yes. 
And we used our Telstra points and we ordered it. And it came yesterday and the box is no bigger than a takeaway container. And I opened it and I was like, holy shit, check out this thing. Like, it is, you know those race cars? Mm -hmm. They'd be bigger than it. Yeah, right. And um, but it was so like Jesse was in the office with me, and I opened it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, right. Is that is that it?" And I was like, "Yeah, imagine how much these big dear ones, are, like these big ones, are." Yeah. But then I was kind of like, "Well, what's wrong with the size of it? There's nothing wrong with the size of it." But we had both just been like, "Okay, a drone is a big gift." Yes. Can you see my fingers? Yes. Big gift, and then when it comes, it's like this tiny little thing. But neither of us have actually. Seen one up close. Yeah, so you wouldn't know. It's funny you say that because the Santa sacks that I have for my kids are actually big. They're little like fucking potato yes. sack. They're massive. I think that was the sh- mine. Yeah, that was a stupid move. Yeah, rookies. I knew that like it sounded like a good idea at the time. Yeah. That was a shit move because these things are so big and if you only put like three things in it, it looks like like it empty. Yeah. You know, what do I do? Fill it with, like, glad wrap or something? Oh, not glad wrap, bloody bubble wrap or something? Like, it's, yeah. you know, you buy all these big, beautiful stockings to make it look good, but then you got to try and fill the bastard with thing, and that ain't easy. Yeah. And then you feel guilty for not having that much in there. I'm like, do I put a heap of, I don't know, like, what do you put in there to try and stuff it up a little bit? Because you want that, you know, Instagram-worthy look- looking full, beautiful present. What if you get a box? And sit it inside it and then wrap everything individually in it so it looks bulky and then you got your little things. Oh, I think we should just not be divas about it. And- <laughs> well, yeah, mine don't – I haven't thought of it like that. Well, they're fucking huge, man. And they're stupid. I don't know whose idea. Like, what happened to, like, just getting the little, like, you know – Where's those ones you hang off the bloody mantelpiece? Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, what you about know- that one we bought the other day? We literally fit a kid in it. Yeah, we could probably fit two in there if we tried. We could um, if they wouldn't fight in there. Yeah. Um, exactly. But, like, they're just getting – like, everything's just getting so big, you know, so much bigger and bigger and bigger that that's why we're having to buy bigger and bigger and bigger because we feel that that's what should happen. Yes, exactly. We're getting caught up in the desire. Yeah, we're not getting – Not the actual purpose of Christmas with us all just being together, being happy, enjoying, and here we are just with the desire to – Girl, I love how you just wrapped that back up in there, didn't you? I did, but the, I was fully on that the whole time. Were oh, you not on that the whole time? I think I lost track a little bit because I was just complaining. You? Yeah, um, but <laughs> it is so true. We're too worried about the desire of Christmas. And what it looks and what then we think the it would look, purpose. feel and all the things of, but what's the purpose of it? Oh, look, yeah. I don't know the religious thing of it, but I do like... No, but what is your purpose of it? Let's go with that. My purpose of it is it's all just being together, enjoying each other, and having fun mm. and eating heaps of good food, but like just family, mm. full stop. What's food yours? for thought. Well, I mean, you can't go wrong with exactly what you just said. It's no. about being together as a family, and you know, a day where you kind of just give each other the grace and the love, and you just be in a nice little bubble of awesomeness. Yeah. It's like that feeling, you know, when you just have a baby. I was just thinking that. How it's like the bubble of love. The bubble of love. How once you've just had a baby and you have this newborn in your arms and you're just in this love bubble. Like I love when people have kids because the first thing I say and when I congratulate them, I'm like, enjoy this love bubble. It is the most amazing feeling in the world. There's just this bubble of awesomeness and love because like, 
I mean, you don't know what day of the week it is or anything like that, right? Like you. But got, all the other outside pressures are gone. Yeah, because you're just in this bubble of love, and that's what I feel. Feel Christmas is, but like an extended version of that, where you buy stuff, lots yeah. of stuff. Although exactly. I would like to say, definitely haven't bought anything just for shit that breaks. I said that last year that I was buying stuff to go in the um, stockings that I knew would break. Mm. Yeah, I must say the things that I've bought this year, like even their presents, like even their There's toy presents. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like I was searching for them because I was like, right. You were on a mission, were you? I was on a mission, yes. And I got the last two of the certain things that my two boys really, really would want. And you were just freaking high-fiving yes. yourself too, I, weren't you? And it was the first You're thing like, I check said. check this out. Yeah, first thing I said to Jake when I got home and even like, so it's a particular toy and – Every day my kids go to daycare, they always play with this particular toy and both Lane and Eli sit together and play with this particular toy. So that's why I was like, I need to find this toy and because I know this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. So even though it's a toy and all the rest of it, it um it's what brings the joy. It is. It is. On purpose because it just makes you feel good. And it's nice when you find something that you've had in mind for them. Mm, Definitely. And I feel like as like as the Christmas shoppers and as the mothers, this is where all the pressure comes from because I'm the same. I'm like, right, I want to get Braith or I want to get Elena this. Yes. And then I'll just search and search and search. Yes. And when you come up with it and it comes to Christmas Day and they open it and they love it and you're just like, Fuck yeah, go me. Exactly. I nailed it. Like, how good am I? Yeah, it is It is a good feeling. It is. So living for the desire or are you living for purpose? What does that look like for you? Because that is different for each and like every one of us. Write that down. Like, don't send it to us. Just write that down for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's a little, that's a little hard. It's hey? a nice little... A little bit of something, something to think about before the new year too. Mm, exactly. It is. Do yourself a favour. Share this with a friend. Exactly. Like it, share it. I don't know. Subscribe and all the things. All whatever. the things we need. Whatever Send us a message if you like this one because we love when we get messages. It fills our little hearts up. So it does. Have a great day, whatever day you are listening to this and whatever you are up to. Enjoy. Bye-bye.